Hi, I am so happy to share that I will be hosting an intimate group of women May 1st to the 4th, just north of Houston, Texas, for a transformational gathering and retreat. In this experience, guests will get to explore their own healing, go within, and take time for their self-care and transformation. Some of the modalities and activities that will be shared include inner dance, breath work, guided meditation and movement, sound healing, channeled messages, and friendship. If you're interested in this experience, I am co-hosting it with my friend Teresa, and she's amazing. <laughs> if you had the opportunity to work with her at our Shasta retreat, then you will remember how sweet and just beautiful and what a wonderful healer she is. All of the information can be found at amysakarski.com. And if you apply before the 24th of February, we have early bird specials and it's all based on the room and the type of bed that you would like. So I'm excited. It's been a minute since I've hosted a retreat and this one is going to be a beautiful experience right on Lake Livingston. They have gorgeous sunsets and it's just, you know, going to be awesome. <laughs> so if you have any questions, please check out the details on my website, spiritandsoulhealingpodcast.com or amysakarski.com for more details and information. And if you have any additional questions, feel free to send me a message or a DM. I'm looking forward to connecting with this beautiful group. And if you feel called to join us, then I encourage you to apply. I don't always see it transmute, but it's more like breaking it up, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and I like that the most because people don't always have to understand what's happening. All they just need to know is that those things that needed to be released, like they're gone now. And then the things that are still there are things that require you to work on, right? Like it's an indication that, hey, this pain maybe isn't gone yet because you keep storing stuff there, you know, all the things that maybe in the past, those themes that keep coming back and the things that you are denying, they keep being stored there because you're not paying attention. So it's not just going to, your body's not going to allow your soul's not going to allow you to just release it because it's something that you have to address. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysakarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi everyone, welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. I'm Amy Sikarski. And I'm here with my friend, Teresa Wynn. I'm so happy to have this conversation today, Teresa. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing awesome. I'm super excited to be here, Amy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited as well. And what I'm happy to share is just to let our listeners know everything we have coming up and to dive into it, see what flows through. Um, so as we get started, if you want to share with everybody anything that comes to your heart and mind a little bit about you or how we met, uh, anything at all, really. Okay, so I'll just start with a brief introduction. My name is Teresa Wynn. I am an energy healer and a nurse by background. I'm also a mom, a wife, um, 
a career woman. Uh, and so even with um, all of my roles and responsibilities, I, I still have this desire and I feel it's like this life mission, which has become more clear to me um, the more that I am in tune and aligned with my spiritual team and, and with like the things that my heart feels joy with, like when I can align myself with those two things, um, all the other tasks while they're required, they don't impede on the things that mean the most to me. Uh, and so the reason why I love the work that I do so much really is because um, I'm able to make an impact for people that will last for long periods of time. You know, it's not like um, you come to, and there's nothing wrong with this, but you come to a single therapy session and sometimes you're like, man, I did a lot of talking, but I don't feel that much better you know, mm -hmm. versus going to an energy healing session and you come back into the present and you're like, oh my God, what just happened? You know, I feel like a whole different person and both are necessary and we required. Um, but what's unique and, and fun and, and, and good to know too, is that, um, you know, there's, there's different ways and, and we all have the ability to do this. There's different ways to heal. And it's not just dependent on one person. And it's not, it doesn't even fall on the responsibility of one person. It really falls on the responsibility of you. And so I'm here, Amy's here. Um, all of the healers that are in your life are here to, to help you um, recognize that you are your own healer. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And it was just coming to me as you were sharing the aspect of, therapy as a talks therapy session, you know, that's nice because it helps us to release and to get all of our mental energy lined up and help us to integrate that in a really, I feel it like a conformed or linear way where it kind of can make sense. But when you add the energy work to it, it takes it to the next level where it helps to transmute and clear away any of those programs or energy signatures that can be stored in your aura in time and space, meaning like even other multiple lifetimes and even the physical body. So it's very quantum and multifaceted. Yeah. And not, not just multifaceted, but like multi-layered, right? Because you do need to talk about it. You have to process it. You can't deny your thoughts and your feelings. And I feel like you can't just skip a process either. You know, you have to allow yourself to express it in all sorts of ways, whether it's through speaking it, through expressing it in a sound, through allowing yourself to feel it, through listening to what your your voice in, in your mind and your heart is telling you, you know, like all of those different ways that your body is trying to speak to you, you have to allow yourself to, to experience it in, in all those different ways. And um and also, if we are experiencing the things that we need to heal from, if we're experiencing it energetically and emotionally, then it would make sense to heal it in that same way. Um, and so I, that's, this is why I love the work that I do and also the work that you do, Amy, is because we recognize that um, people are holding on to things like trauma. And when I say trauma, I mean anything that causes you pain. It doesn't have to be, you know, it's not just like physical, emotional abuse, those types of trauma. It, it's really anything and it, it's a whole spectrum of things. But when we are aware of the trauma that people have been through, they've created, um, you know, that stagnant energy, but it's also like not transformed, but it's, um, been turned into, you know, something else within their bodies, but it's energy, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. that we can see it, we can help them become aware of it. And we do like the initial sort of like, yes, encouraging them to let go of it. But the, the, the responsibility is still on the individual person. Because you and I, even though people may give us the label healers, or maybe that's in our title, 
we're not the one that's doing the healing, right? Like that's not, if you are coming to, to get help with something that is really difficult and um, something that you've been struggling with, um, it is still your responsibility to um, complete that healing process. And when you um, say that, you know, Amy is the person that's going to heal me, like you're totally giving away your power. You're totally giving away like the, the, um, this gift that you have, and it's a natural gift that we all have to be able to heal ourselves in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I, it's coming to my mind about a session I had receiving a healing last week. So I was the participant in the experience, let's say, and it was so nice because my healer, the woman I went to was able to help me by holding the space and making sense of the emotions or the energy and the visions that I was seeing. And so, you know, I understand that being clairvoyant and that this is the line of work I do. I feel like I might've had a little bit more, um, of an enhanced experience and some people do, but even in that experience, I would say, I felt that I was doing the healing. And as a healer, that is exactly what happens. We hold the space and provide information, support a different perspective, uh, channeling in the messages behind it. And then the person that's healing goes through the process. And part of it is showing up and sitting with the emotions or processing in the mental body, the sequence of events and what was our responsibility in the scenario. And then what is our responsibility now in the healing stage? So I love that you share that because I can actually feel as a healer when some clients have put all of the responsibility on me and it doesn't feel good. You can feel hooks go in, you feel the pressure and the weight of it all. Yeah. And my goal is to help everybody that I work with get through what they are experiencing. And ultimately, you know, that we don't have to work together in the future because they they've healed completely. Right. So sharing tools and techniques and, um, And even the tips and exercises for each individual and what they're going through is really important. And a part of my healing sessions that kind of flow into mentorship. And, um, and that brings me to some of the modalities and the techniques that we can utilize and use in our healing work individually and holding space for others. So I'd love for you to share anything you have on that or some of the techniques that are your favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, so I primarily work with the dragon realm and the archangels and, and now I've, um, started getting to know some of my ancestors a bit better too, is because they have things to teach me, um, in terms of different types of healing modalities. Uh, and what I have found, um, one of my favorite ways, you know, there's all, all different ways to, um, to help facilitate healing. But my two favorite ways are through sound and through breath. And um, through sound, for me, it's all just vibration and it's energy. And it doesn't require you to learn anything. You are laying down or sitting up, just relax, right? And then I'm playing either crystal singing bowls or I'm using the rattle or I'm playing the drum or I'm channeling sounds through my voice and the vibrations are what is sort of helping people move that energy out of their body because when they surrender to the sound, then they're open, able to receive it. And then the, the vibrations then just like literally move through their body, move to those stagnant areas and just like, um, I don't always see it transmute, but it's more like breaking it up, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And I like that the most because people don't always have to understand what's happening. All they just need to know is that those things that needed to be released, like they're gone now. And then the things that are still there are things that require you to work on, right? Like it's an indication that, hey, this pain maybe 
isn't gone yet because you keep storing stuff there. You know, all the things that maybe in the past, those themes that keep coming back and the things that you are denying, they keep being stored there because you're not paying attention. So it's not just going to, your body's not going to allow, your soul's not going to allow you to just release it because it's something that you have to address. So that's the um, the first one because I love it seeing people's um, reactions af- afterwards. It's just there's relief and there's mm-hmm. peace and there's awe. You know, there's there's like oh my gosh, like what was that? <laughs> and allowing them an experience that they've never had before. You know, and 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 helping them to see that it's real. That's the other thing, right? Like there's no drugs involved. There's no um, hallucinogens. It's it's let them just literally laying down and being open to whatever comes through the sound healing. And the second um, modality that I use is breath work, and I do this only at the in person retreats because I want to be there to really support people um, as they're physically going through the breath work. It can be very exhausting and emotionally and physically draining. And um, sometimes I need to encourage them to keep going because of um, how challenging it can be sometimes. And it can be challenging because there are memories and visions and messages that come up that um, you don't want to see or deal with. And so when your breath work is another way Um, of healing that helps to bring to the surface all of those things that you need to take care of or the main thing right now that you need to focus on in order to heal you know and you'll never we never stop healing right Amy like it's it's just like it, it continues like once we've healed ourselves from one thing there's something else that's going to come up because we are evolving and we are changing and we are expanding and we can't do that unless we allow ourselves to um, um, address those challenges and those obstacles um, and grow from it. Uh, and um, so those are, those are two of the, the big ones that, that I love to do with my clients. Yeah. They're so powerful. Also just having experienced both types of sessions and a combination of them together it really does. It gets right to the energy and it breaks it up. So whatever's hidden or dormant, sometimes I look at energy and I see it like uh, caked on layers of sludge, you know, and maybe it's Mm -hmm. still a little moist or sticky and sometimes it's dried. So the sound frequencies can go in and prime it to get it ready to move. And then depending on the instrument or the tones and the patterns the sequencing of the different tones, it goes in and kind of like a jackhammer is how I see it will break it up and mm-hmm. get it out of the system. Mm-hmm. And when you were sharing that sometimes it's challenging and difficult, it really can be because everybody can experience it in their own way, but some people yeah. will feel the emotion surface or feel a pressure fear or, or like fear or intimidation kind of, I would say like they might feel a little intimidated by it because they're not fully understanding what it's about And so Mm -hmm. to help have somebody holding space and gently holding us and walking us through it in a really supportive environment is so powerful and very healing on its own to be able to surrender to the moment and let it flow through. And like you said, we don't have to know all the details about it. And in my own experience, often it's like really hadn't ever been one particular moment of time or, you know, conversation or traumatic moment, uh, sometimes Mm -hmm. we find it's layered multiple times in this, or it goes back in Mm -hmm. our life, or it was in the DNA from our ancestors. And I love how you're sharing that your ancestors are working with you because that brings a whole other, you know, just like a really deep and loving, um, aspect of frequencies, I would say to a healing session to know that Mm -hmm. we're completely supported (laughs) through all dimensions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was I going to say? And you were saying something I wanted to respond to. Oh, when you were saying um, about us being there, holding the space, helping to guide them. I think that's really important that if you decide to 
explore energy healing or you go to an energy healer any of those things you need to be in a space where you feel safe that you trust the people um and to to be able to allow yourself to go there because um healing is not always easy sometimes it is i feel like the the really um significant things are a little bit harder because they are multi-layered um and so when you're there, when you're like, you know, this is going to be like some tough things that you have to move through, you want to make sure that you are working with people who have done it before, who um, you trust, who you resonate with, right? They they don't um, always have to have like 10 different certifications. To me, it's more about what types of work have they done, um, you know, you look at, look at, um, or if you know people who have worked with them, like understand how this person, how does this person work with their clients? You know, um, are they caring or is this just like a, a one and done session? Um, you know, and so when I work with clients or when I work in the retreat settings, you know, I really want to make sure that it's the right people who are there for the right reasons. Um, but also they're there to support everyone else too. While we're there just to focus on ourselves, we also want to make sure that we create, we, not just you and I, but the attendees, right? Create a space for everyone to feel supported. Yes. Yeah. It's very important. Um, I have been in situations where I didn't feel super comfortable sharing my details and people in settings mostly like classes and training, stuff like that, where there's a big group and we're all learning together, but I didn't feel really comfortable in letting my guard down or sharing a lot. And so I know that that is important to be able to, you know, obviously have our boundaries and sovereignty in that way, but for our retreats and the groups and the work that I do, it is very important that the recipients and everybody enjoying the experience feels a level of comfort and feels that they are supported and loved and they can share if they want, and they can mm -hmm. hold some of that in for a moment. Like when I say hold it, I feel like I'm just giving it a hug. Like I'm loving mm -hmm. and transmuting with love Yeah, going yeah. within and feeling that alchemizing and the integration. And then when I'm ready, you know, I share what I want to share, but, yeah. um, I absolutely love what you were just, um, expressing about how important it is to have this safe container with everybody involved. And it comes to this way where, you know, like, Hey, I'm there for you. Like, I always feel like it's a close soul family experience. Like I'm yeah, there for I you. Do too. Yeah. yeah. And I know that if I need something, I can be vulnerable girl. <laughs> You've seen me in some of the most vulnerable <laughs> positions <laughs> and it's like, that's and you life. see me, you know, yeah, yeah. like yeah. this is happening. This is life. We are not perfect. Life yeah. is not perfect. And I'm just going to lay it all out there. This is what I'm going through. So you don't have to feel funny about things because being just side note here as friends and super intuitive, it's like, I don't want you to feel I'm holding something back. Um, if I'm going through it and the times that I was able to share with you were so just like powerful in the space of love. And it allowed me the process, you know, to go through the process and feeling the support. And I know that's what we intend to share in our retreat settings is that everybody yeah. can enjoy that supportive frequency of the space that we set up because it is more than just what you see physically or what's written mm -hmm. on paper, you know, what we have mm -hmm. planned. It yeah. starts way before that with the energy that we hold and we cultivate and we bless the space. And it's this container mm -hmm. for transformation. And yes. And yes. For those of you who don't know how Amy and I met, Amy was one of my spiritual mentors. And I took her channeling class that was also facilitated by Nicole. And after, after I took the class, even though I wasn't, I didn't think I was interested in, in physical channeling, it was really the fear of it. You know, I had still all these fears and about it. And I was like, there's no way, you know, I'm just going to channel for myself, which is fine. And it's enough. And it's awesome. Right. Cause I learned so much. 
but after that, it's just become this crazy journey because had it not been for Amy, I don't think I'd ever channel dragons, you know, because I wouldn't have felt <laughs> safe. I had to know Amy to know that she um, was someone who not just, not just was experienced, but cares about people, right? And then we built this relationship and I came to another retreat, not, not necessarily as attendee, but I came there not intending also to receive anything, but I went into this crazy out of body, in a body, universal, I don't even know what to call it. It was, it was an experience where I was channeling dragons mm -hmm. physically. Yeah. I would not have had Amy not been there like right next to me. I don't know if I would have trusted anyone else because I know Amy, I know her experience. I know the, the, her team, you know, I know like the, the beautiful vibra high vibrational, um, powerful team she works with. And so I was like, if anything happens, I know I'm going to be safe. And when, so when that happened, Amy was right there and I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I could just allow myself to do any, everything and anything. And so I completely surrendered and I just, let whatever happened happen, knowing that I would never be in trouble or nothing bad would happen or I wouldn't get possessed. You know, that was always my biggest fear that, oh my God, something is going to possess me. But it's, it's not like that when you know who you're working with and you know that um, the people that who are surrounding you um, can identify whether or not that is high vibrational energy and, and be able to either direct it away or just support you in this space as you're experiencing it. And I'm not really sure why this came up, Amy, or why I decided to share that. Um, but I, oh, I, I know, we were talking about um, making sure that, um, like it's re really important that you are with people who know how to hold the space and who who you're with, like, that you feel nurtured and, and, and that um, you feel um, supported. Right. Yes. And oh, my heart. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. That was a beautiful experience. And we, I would love to, probably you feel the same way. Um, just to share, there were, like you mentioned earlier, no drugs involved. This was energy, your spirit, you, Teresa, mm -hmm. your soul, you were ready. And the dragons had been making communication with you and it was the perfect opportunity where you felt safe and supported to let them come through in more of a physical way. And your team is beautiful. I, I like feel so blessed to have a chance to have worked with them multiple times. Mm -hmm. And they're so magnificent, meaning royal wisdom, power, beauty, grace, like your team is just beautiful. And there's also a playful nature that I picked up on when they first started like moving in the body and they were, they were like, what is this kind of body like? <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So powerful. And as far as channeling goes, uh, you, you brought up some of the same reservations I had, you know, I want to be in control. I want to know who's using the body. It's a partnership. I never leave the space as far as like, you know, just bye-bye, take off, <laughs> and then, you know, come back in wondering what happened and how long it had been. I would say when I channel, I go out of the body a little bit in the aura, and it becomes a kind of that place where you're, you know, when you daydream, like when we were in school and you kind of daze off mm -hmm. and you can hear the teacher talking in the background, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. as far away distance as I, you know, go so that I am there. And sometimes something will pique my interest. I'm like, Oh wait, what are they saying? <laughs> mm -hmm. What are they talking yeah. about? And you yeah. come back in, but yes. Yeah, so, um, so flowing back to that space of feeling comfortable is so important in whatever we are going through, right? Whatever phase mm -hmm. of, I'll call it a chapter of life, a moment and experience. And some of these chapters can be really condensed. Like we can feel so much. And I would say, for myself right now with the energy that's here over the past few weeks and a couple of months has been very supportive, almost pushing me to heal mm. and transform. It's so palpable. And so I'm thinking, gosh, what does this year have to bring <laughs> so mm -hmm. much? Yeah. So many opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, absolutely. And I resonate with that statement. I, I feel like for me, I don't know if I call it supportive, it feels tumultuous because there are things that I have avoided. Yes, even healers, you know, we avoid things, we're humans. Yes. <laughs> so it's like enough is enough. For me, I feel like I get to this point where I, I finally say enough is enough. And that's when I decide versus like just be annoyed by it. I wish I could just be like annoyed by it and fix it right there. But that's usually not the case. It's usually like multiple times of either reacting the same way or allowing the same things to happen um, by other people. And so it's like, when are you going to take responsibility for the manifestations of your current reality? Right? Like, can we talk about that for a little bit? Oh, yeah. I love this topic. Yes. Yeah. So my belief is that your current reality is a manifestation of your thoughts, your beliefs, your conditioning, your patterns over the last three to six months. And it could be years too. I mean, three to six months, if you're not, if you're fully aware, not fully, but you know, aware enough where you're, you're doing the growth, you're trying to do the growth and, and, and healing Um, years, if you're not really doing any of that. Um, And so if you're unhappy in your life, you have to take responsibility for those things that you have um, attracted or that you have the decisions that you made, right? Because no one physically forced you to, to make all of those decisions. Like you, maybe there may, may be some things that you were forced, but I'm, I'm talking about like everyday life kind of things that eventually snowball into something bigger. Like all of those things are, are things that you have just allowed yourself to automatically do. And in order to change your life, you have to interrupt those patterns and create new ones. And you do that through being aware of what's triggering you or what's causing you to react that way. And, um, and, and catching it every time and changing it. Um, and I'm going to veer to something else a little bit, Amy, but, but take me back to this. Okay. Um, and so as we're exploring, you know, what it is, what patterns are creating this manifestation of a life that you're unhappy with, eventually you identify someone or something that needs forgiveness. And when we talk about forgiveness, I like to say acceptance because sometimes forgiveness has this energy of forgive and forget, but acceptance is um, acknowledgement of everything that's happened, of who you were then, who that person was at that time, um, what they did. You're not forgiving any action or saying that it was okay that this situation happened and those words were exchanged or those actions were made, you're saying, I see that this happened. I see this person took this action and I see now me allowing the past then to define who I am, who I believe I am. And so, you know, there's like all these, all these elements and all these things that come into play when we're healing and forgiveness is always like such a big theme but if you think of it more as acceptance it doesn't feel so heavy because now you're like yes this was real yes maybe during that time I really didn't have any control but now I'm here today and I have full control of my life so what am I willing and able to change now to stop giving so much power to the past and allowing that past to define who I am today, but allowing my actions today to create this version I want to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so deep. I'm feeling all of it. (laughs) I really resonate. Yes. 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 And yes to all of this. And I'd like to bring in an other aspect just based on a personal experience that I've recently had. And it's when I feel like I was feeling these patterns enhance and just come up and enhance. And there wasn't anything like bad. I would say like, I can't really put a label to it only that it became 
somewhat uncomfortable. Like the energy was really strong around it and I wanted to switch it and I wanted to heal it. And I wanted to take that responsibility, you know? And so starting to do what I needed to do in the physical, like on my schedule and just kind of arrange my daily activities, like you mentioned and all of that. And then what happened is it just became to this point where I could feel the energy and that's when I had a healing session and it all came to the surface. The source of it was multiple ancient experiences that have mm-hmm. built upon. And it, and it, I would say, I don't know if I want to use the word programmed, but it definitely created these layers to my personality and the way I saw the world yeah. and the way I saw life. And so to that, when you were sharing about the different stages and manifesting, absolutely. Because if I hadn't taken the time to look within and say, what is this? And I want to change it. I'm really trying, you know, I, I wouldn't have even taken any of those steps that to then get to, oh, some of that came from childhood. Some of that came from Mm -hmm. past life. Some of that was ancestral. Some of it was me, this life, like you know, a month ago, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I love working with the different modalities or that awareness of all the layers of who we are, you know, all of what can come in play here and to be able to hold this space so that we can take accountability, responsibility and shift that frequency. So then our manifesting, it just becomes that much more effortless (laughs) Mm -hmm. and very much more light infused and very much more supportive of our mission, our path. And for a lot of us, I'll speak for myself. I feel like this life personally in my own way is to heal some of that past trauma that I've witnessed or experienced personally. And, um, this is just another layer to it because that was, yeah, it was creating like a pebble in a stream, you know, even though it was small, it eventually made those ripples that go out in Mm -hmm. different areas of my life. And what, do I want to manifest? What do I want to create? So often we say it's a mental awareness, but it's really more than that. It's the frequency that we're holding that mm-hmm. continues yes. to repeat itself. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. So like, I don't think people understand like everything. Well, I say that because I didn't understand it at first when I heard people say everything is energy. You know, I'm like, I, I don't get, I don't understand that concept. I didn't then, you know, and it took me, I feel like it took me years of doing my own healing and, and educating myself and hiring mentors for me to understand truly like that everything is energy and everything is under our control. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I I say it simply, but if we're just, um, sharing things in a broader, um, aspect that that's you know we we are always in control even though sometimes we feel like we don't have a choice like I'm going to give this is like a a really common example of um life challenges that clients come to me with they don't like their job which is funny because well you know people didn't anyways (laughs) not funny it's just common and I can absolutely relate to it um so I'm like well what can you do about that? You know? And it's like, well, you know, I, I guess I finally we get to the point where like, I guess I could find another job. I'm like, exactly. You know, like you can find another job. Like you can make money doing so many things and you're only limiting yourself. Like you are the only person limiting yourself, right? We put like all these, these barriers. There's so much that we can do. And we're always only thinking of one way, And that way, if it doesn't work, then that's it. Like there's no other way. But if we can allow ourselves to give ourselves permission to go to other places, to allow ourselves to think about other solutions or or sit with another solution, it's not so scary. It could be realistic, you know? And so if we go back to the job thing, if they're so miserable, like, well, why don't you just apply to a different job? You know, there's, there's thousands. I mean, are there millions of jobs out there? I don't know, but I know there's hundreds of thousands of jobs out there. At least one of those is yours. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, you know, we're always in control 
It's just that sometimes, or maybe we're not even, maybe you don't even realize that you, there are other possibilities. And I might get, you know, I, as I'm talking to you, Amy, I'm getting like all these questions that come into my head, like, well, Teresa, like that makes sense if say, you know, you live in the US where there's ample opportunity, but even within the US, you know, if you live in a certain zip code, there aren't a lot of opportunities, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I just, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, but if you believe that energy is everything, then you can change that energy and magnet and magnetize people, opportunities, um, and and uh, situations that will allow you to get closer to the thing that you want. But if you don't do anything, if you don't change anything, then nothing's going to change. And so I guess that that was my end point, my final point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was also hearing lots of questions too. So. To address it, yeah, it's not a one size fit all, but what it is, is your experience in life. And do you feel in control or out of control? Are you taking responsibility? And if there's something that's not working, are you just, you know, resigning to that? Like, okay, I guess it's out of my control. Or are you going within and clearing any programming that would keep you held back? And then being open for those miracles, that magic of, the universe providing for you those like, um, you know, sometimes I've had experiences where I was like, how did we meet? This was perfect. Like, you know, you meet somebody and you're like, this is exactly the information you're sharing exactly what I needed right now. And Mm -hmm. so that can happen in any part of life, but with career too, a new way of it or an opportunity, or maybe just that way of healing and whatever energy was around that had us feeling disempowered. And so mm-hmm. I love that you share that it's, um, yeah, it's not one size fits all, but it goes right. through the different layers of your thoughts and your physical surroundings and your daily activities and the energy that you're holding, because whatever energy is held within and activated, that's the frequency we emit out. And then we mm-hmm. experience that over and yeah. over. <laughs> that yeah. would be life. Yeah. I wish even us, I think. Like, I wish everybody, I wish we were so in tune with, with our feelings and the thoughts that run through our minds. I think I, I read somewhere, it's like 11 million thoughts that are presented to us, mm-hmm. but we, through, through, you know, our, the way our brain works, it only allows us to process 40 at a time, but even 40 is a lot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if 11 million types of thoughts, feelings, emotions, whatever is, is, is being experienced in this body inside and outside of our body, like I, I can see how overwhelming that is and, and why we just as humans are like, no, that's like way too much to think about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's just so much easier to just let it be the way it is, right? And just be complacent and and be like, this is life, accepting of life. And, you know, I guess like, if you truly are okay with where you are, and you just accept everything, I mean, who am I to say that's not you living your best life, if you're okay with it? Right. Yeah. Because I've judged people in my own life. I used to be so self-righteous. I used to tell people how wrong they were, or if they didn't take my advice, you know, that they weren't like, what is the word? Um, that, you know, they was just, they, they, they weren't doing the right thing if they weren't following what I thought was right. So this energy of righteousness, um, I feel like that's something so many of us don't realize that it's something that can be changed and we can all like um, still have this love and respect for each other, even if we don't um, agree on the same things. And, and I don't know how we get there because there are so many perspectives and 
charged feelings about so many different topics. And not everyone is in agreement that we need to respect each other's opinions, beliefs, practices, and things like that. But I hope one day, you know, through as more people are becoming aware of their own spiritual journey, the purpose um, of why they're here, uh, and and seeing life from a different perspective, that um, they are more accepting, more compassionate, more um, um, they feel like they can open their heart and make everyone feel like they belong versus continuing to silo each other into these different groups and and entities. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, it's kind of interesting in the work that I you know, do and where I, I look at different parts of reality and the soul level. Sometimes what I've seen is people that really feel strongly about somebody else's life, you know, it's actually kind of a mirror to them where it's like, well, maybe, maybe that's not what's going on in this life, but in the past, potentially they had a very similar life. Mm. So to be so harsh and judge people is like not going to be su- like supportive for the whole ascension of humanity or ourselves. And that, mm. you know, that 5d or that heaven on earth frequency that we really feel most at home in. And so it's not saying that we have to agree with the actions that others take, but observing, having awareness, maybe some compassion and at the least not putting our negative energy at them, (laughs) you know? So, yeah. 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 And I think there's always like good intent, not good intentions. I don't know if good intentions is the right word, but, um, um, well, maybe good intentions is the right word. Where like people are expressing their righteousness because they feel like it's it's so right that everybody needs to do it, even though yeah. it might be kind of jacked up, you know, and it like it's cute <laughs> and jacked up in a way. Um, but it is coming from a place what they believe is love, right? Yeah. Even though I were to be confronted by someone like that, I wouldn't receive it as love. But it's what they know to be love too. So. There's so many different ways you can see this and so many different ways that you can perceive it as well so that you're not also being charged by their crazy energy. Right. The energy, I think, is what it is. If you get that initial reaction and that really intense charge, it's always that there's something within us that needs to be healed around that. Mm. It's kind of like let's just say it's not your inner circle, your immediate family, and you recognize something happening. It's kind of like, is that even any of my business? (laughs) Why, Mm. why am I getting so worked up about this? What within this is upsetting me? And then usually it's because it's some experience that I've had in this Mm. life or another life. I'm like, Whoa, okay. Mm. That's an opportunity for me Mm. to look at my own stuff and stop projecting onto somebody else. And you know, putting the responsibility on them to make me feel comfortable. You know, it's like, Oh, okay. Hope that works out for you. Like I'll be saying a prayer, but I'd probably do it a different way. And then, you know, either way, like just kind of look within myself. Um, but it is, it's where it's like support and being able to have discernment and that love frequency to, if we don't agree with it, say, okay. Um, if you want my opinion, let me know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) If you need help, I can share yes. kind of my perspective. Yes, totally. But, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it's just not worth engaging with, you know, just be like, okay, that's let him allow this person to be who they are, you know, and then just love them mm-hmm. for who they are right there. And then I know it's easier said than done sometimes, but when I have been aware enough after I get triggered that I have to stop and be like, this is who he is. I don't know how he was raised. I don't know his life experiences. I maybe I've only known him for the last hour and he's triggered like a million things in me because it's opposite of what I believe. Um, sometimes I just have to be like, no, this is who he is. He is expressing what he feels to be right, what he feels like he needs to do. Um, and that's his own expression of love. And even though it's not my, it's not the way I would express it, you know? And, 
and I, I say it out loud sometimes too, because then it um, also, it makes me feel better versus like when it's just in my head, when I can, for me, because my throat chakra is always blocked mm-hmm. or there's always <laughs> something I need to do with it okay. that give myself permission to speak. Um, it makes me feel better inside. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, just so if I can say it out loud and make it okay for me, um, it makes me feel better inside. Um, but can we talk more about the mirroring thing? Because that is such a huge theme at the retreats. I don't know if you noticed yeah. at your retreats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so what I've seen time and time again is that these women come together and they will share very um, private, confidential things. And when that person has shared it, it creates this trust circle suddenly amongst these strangers because they really, most of them are strangers to each other. Um, Typically they don't know um, one another. And so they're sharing really intimate things and scary things, things that sometimes they haven't shared with other people. But that story then resonates with someone else because they experienced something similar. And so now you have people in the circle who have, who can resonate, but then you also have people who are um, those who have caused pain, like the, um, the ones that, you know, some of them have experienced. So there's that dynamic where there is someone who has felt victimized. I'm just going to use the word victimized, the person who has experienced that trauma or whatever, and then the person who has caused that type of trauma, not directly to these people, but to others. And so I see that mirroring happen or that reflection or that dynamic happening often because it is triggering like everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um, people come to events like ours and they're able to share those kinds of things because they know that no matter what happens, they're going to feel safe. And so when those things happen, it is very important that everyone in the circle is holding space. And this also this energy of, is it neutrality? I don't know, compassion, love, and just being like no judgment right? Because it, it's like you're taking on when you recognize that something is familiar to you and that familiar feeling is pain, you automatically are going to lash out or want to lash out or become defensive. And so my point is too, that for those of you who have come to our retreats, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who um, are exploring whether or not this is, you know, the right um, type of experience for you, I just know based on my own experience with facilitating the groups I have experienced that um, there's so much growth that happens because you're allowing yourself to go there, because you're allowing yourself to get triggered by all these things, because there are people who will be in the same circle that um, even though the particular actions that were taken may not have been done by you, it may have been that you felt like the other person that was hurt. I feel like I'm talking like round and round and round and, and blabbing on, but um, I guess I, I just wanted to, 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 note that because that keeps coming back to me is the mirroring part how everyone comes and it's like oh my gosh like what the heck is this like <laughs> this is, was not planned you know right. and and they come with different intentions everyone comes with a different intention but once you're in that circle suddenly it's a whole set of intentions mm-hmm. but then it becomes a healing circle because you're allowing each other to speak these things and you're allowing each other to feel this, these things. You're giving each other permission to feel these things and say these things. But 
you're doing it in a safe space so that no one feels like they're attacked or being attacked or the fear of, you know, judgment or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes really deep work having, you know, hosted retreats and gatherings and online experiences with groups. And even, I guess, like within friendship circles, you know, when we get together and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of, it just takes me back a little bit in such a space of awe and wonderment and gratitude, how spirit works, how our teams, how our, our souls work, where it's like, okay, we didn't really know this was going to be the highlight of, you know, that particular conversation, but by surrendering and being open to the experience, wow, look at the transformational healing that everybody, even the people that maybe are holding this space and just, you know, witnessing and didn't really get into the conversation too much. Look at the healing that it's provided. And what I'm getting right now is not only does it provide healing for our own personal lives, but had there been a similar situation within the family, it can help Mm -hmm. the ancestors. It can help release Mm -hmm. them, let go of this frequency that's stored in the DNA. Mm -hmm. And so to that, the aspect of like the powerful level and depth of the healings is important to talk about for myself, what it used to be before I, you know, heightened my, my intuitive gifts, but before it used to be that I would just get super emotional, not know why, you know, somebody could talk about a conversation or what have you, like in this group space. And now looking back, it's like, oh, because maybe my great grandmother had a similar trauma that was in my DNA. Now by hearing this, it's helped me to allow for a space of healing and closure to release that out of my system. So when we talk about our healing process individually or in group settings, again, like I know there's so much more that comes from it than what we could even be aware of as a human that we are right now. (laughs) And over time, after integrating all of that, you know, the healing and a lot of it can also be not only that release, but sometimes we find soul retrieval where, okay, I feel more empowered. Wow. Okay. I'm feeling like I'm pulling more of my soul energy in just over the next few weeks and months and years, you begin to see how your life has changed. And if you were to trace it back to a pivotal moment, it could be in one of these mm-hmm. healing circles or a deep conversation mm-hmm. with a friend. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just magic <laughs> in such a good way. Yeah. yeah. And, and like ancestral healing doesn't have to be like this, right? It's like in an, it can just be in an instant mm-hmm. where you just decide to speak up about something that you've been, you know, in fear of. Um, and, and, you know, cause I always used to think like when I would hear it, be like, oh my gosh, it's like such a big deal. But really <laughs> it's, it's not, it is a big deal, but what I'm saying, it's easy. It can yeah. be easy. That part it can be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like you were mentioning before too, like with the with the retreats and these opportunities where people get together and share those deep um, experiences um, while you're healing yourself again you can also be healing generations future and past oh yes yes yeah yeah in all directions yeah absolutely wow oh my gosh I can feel all the (laughs) energy because I just like went there you know it's such a it's such a rewarding and honoring place to just even be able to witness and to be in is when yeah. we feel the support, the love, the comfort, the deep level of, I want to, I'm going to say generational healing. And in that I'm also feeling like soul level family too, not just our mm. DNA, but soul mm-hmm. level family. There's a lot mm-hmm. of that, that is taking place right now. And when you talked earlier about, I said something about the energy and it being intense and really helping us shift. And I think you mentioned it was tumultuous. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, all this energy. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful mm-hmm. when we learn how to take, um, I would say like regulate it, you know, take some form of control if we want to call it that, but some form of intentional awareness placed within that experience so we can help navigate what energy is mm-hmm. this and really utilize it the frequencies that are coming in for our own betterment and for that up-leveling and heightened awareness I'm feeling of 
really who we are and why we're here is what it really comes down to when I'm working with those light workers and, you know, Mm -hmm. those who are here to help create a shift within communities or family, whatever, you know, might be, but yeah, so I guess it'd be a great time to share with our listeners that we actually have a retreat coming up. <laughs> we didn't even <laughs> really, we just jumped into conversation. So, <laughs> well, I alluded to it a little bit, but you go ahead and, and share. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. So Teresa and I have worked together many times and I just feel like we just really click and vibe when we've, we get it. And Teresa's done retreats, um, out, you know, on your own. And then I have as well, like without you there. And so it was like, we got this vibe, Hey, let's do one together. And we both have just completed our inner dance training. So that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And we're really excited to bring some inner dance experiences to our retreat, which will be held May 1st to 4th, just North of Houston here in Texas. And so if you're interested, you can go to either of our websites. So mine is amysikarski.com. And what is yours again, Teresa? Teresa Wynn speaks. Okay. Awesome. Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll find all the details there, but I I'm just like a couple of the highlights, obviously for me is that community and coming together and knowing we're there in a space of love and it's, and it's safe and it's, it's, it was women, sisters coming together for a beautiful, you know, experience. And, but I love, I love music. We're going to do some sound healing, inner dance, and, um, there'll be opportunities for those who are interested in receiving channel messages. And mostly it's for an opportunity to love whatever needs to come through, come through and clear. Yeah. Yeah. That transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I am really excited for the group who's coming to experience this because uh, like I feel like my my the retreats that I've hosted are um, people leave and they're like, oh my God, that was amazing. <laughs> now I get to facilitate it with Amy. Oh my goodness. And and so the the types of people that we will be attracting are those who are seeking healing. And if if this is resonating with you, just know, like, it's going to knock your socks off. Like, it's going to be so freaking awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm really excited. Yeah. So um, healing, transformations, integrations. And every time, like, I think when I just saw, when I said healing, I saw this vision of a thorn. Like, if I have a thorn in my foot and I'm trying to walk and I'm like, I'm on my journey, I know what I'm doing, but there is something here that is really causing a disruption. You know, that's what I'm feeling. It's like this, this healing can be small or big, or you might not even know what it's about. Maybe you are just feeling the call. Like I need to be there. There's something there. That's very pivotal, very important for this, you know, stage of life. Yeah. We invite you. We have spaces available, um, currently right now at the time of airing. And this is something that can help you enhance you know, it's like, if we really want to step into our purpose and I'm speaking for myself, if I know I have this goal and this desire, but I keep feeling like something was holding me back, it's time to address that and look at it. So healing comes in all, all forms, (laughs) all stages. Yeah. Um, we have early bird specials going on right now where you will get $300 off any of the rooms. And this is good until the 24th. So if you apply on or before the 24th, and we both decided this is the right fit for you, then um, you can take $300 off the pricing, which is a, such a good deal. Yeah, it really is. It is for this, this type of retreat and the space that we have is so beautiful. It's right on the lake, this big, beautiful home. So and nice. Oh my gosh. And the food, by the way. Yes. <laughs> chef prepared uh, food. Chef, yes. <laughs> chef Eddie, who is my husband, will be there and he will be feeding you such wonderful, tasty, nutritious food. Um, you're going to feel so loved and nurtured um, and taken care of, you know, not just emotionally, but like nutritionally as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm looking forward to this retreat. Again, it's May 1st to 4th. And if you have any questions, y'all can message us. I'll put our information below. And um, 
Yeah, Teresa, is there anything else you want to share before we close here? The only thing I want to share is, you know, if you're getting this pull to be like, oh, I want to go, but I'm not sure. Just explore it. Just apply. And there's no pressure. You know, you just apply and have a conversation. And you'll know during that conversation whether or not this is going to be the right time, the right place, the right space for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what we were talking about earlier with manifesting. If you're ready to make a shift, it's a series of steps sometimes. And so mm-hmm. again, like if you apply and then you're like, oh, we have this conversation, but maybe a future one, that's okay. Cause you're getting the energy. It's like, it's kind of like getting it going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on today. It was such a joy. Just love, of course, connecting and visiting and sharing some of the deep level opportunities that are available when we look at our own stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> the energy yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> flow into yeah. that healing space. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I love you. Love you too. (laughs) And I want to thank everybody for joining us today here at the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. And I look forward to seeing you again really soon on the next episode. Hi, this is Amy. I would like to share with you a new service that I have available through my website. I am now offering a personalized chakra report where I do a scan and a reading of your chakras and email you a very in-depth reading and report that will speak to the energetic health, your anatomy, and any messages that I receive for you. I'll also include exercises and tips for you to heal or to maintain the health of your chakra. Additionally, there is an option if you'd like to include some energy therapy, then I will be channeling through some frequencies to help clear, reset, and realign your chakra system. So you can head on over to amysikarski.com, click on the booking link, and set up your own personalized chakra report. Hi, this is Amy, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in here at the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is a reminder that you can like and subscribe and follow to receive notifications for all upcoming episodes. I'm also sharing a chakra meditation for those who would like to leave a review on any of the audio platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and audible. So to receive the meditation, just send me an email at the spirit and soul healing podcast at gmail.com with a screenshot of your review. And I'm happy to share that with you. When you leave a review, you'll also be entered into the monthly drawing for a 30 minute energy therapy session or an angels and aura reading. And you can check the show notes below for this month's winner. Thank you.